No, I'm not having. I've your... never shat my pants before. <laughs> what? I have. Yeah, you have. One time. And welcome back to Give It Give To Me Straight. Oh, were you nervous that I was going to take over? No, but I feel like spot? we. I feel like we really need to start off with a bang. You know, we're we're kind of like low, monotone when we start, and now I want to be like, uh, woo! It's happening. Bam! Let's go. What's going on, <laughs> Alex? What is your high? Uh, I feel like I shouldn't have eaten a burrito before. So that's this. your low. <laughs> no, no. No, that's I love burritos, but now you know how when you like you just eat and you just like feel You're a little like bit groggy. Yeah. yeah, like I could probably take a nap. Oh, I'm energized. I'm again my three cups of coffee. Did you take pre workout? No, but like I put my gym clothes on. You know that's half the battle. I think Abby said that once. Believe it or not, it's like. You know, you're having a hard time trying to go to the gym, but once you put your gym clothes on, it's like that's half the commitment right, right. there. So I'm ready. I'm already like, we're going to knock out this podcast and I'm going to the it's gym. It's true. It's all about changing your clothes. Cause like people say that too. Like if you dress up for the work day, even if you're working from home, you're more motivated and you just feel better about the day. Right. I just, I feel like I can't get ready until after I work out, but lately we've been working out later and later. And we just, yesterday to... wasn't bad though. We went to the gym at two and there was really nobody there. Yeah, that's nice. The gym has been so crowded, I think, because kids are out of college and we kind of live in like a college kid community. College kid community. Yeah. And I just feel like it's been so crowded. I'm like, go the fuck away. I hate working out at a crowded gym. I don't. I, it moti- it's, I don't know. I think it's motivating. No, it's not, I don't care about like people but, being around. I'm saying like you're taking up equipment. Like I, if I'm going to the gym to do leg day, get off the squat racks. Like I don't want to have to like keep an eye on it the whole time and like try to sprint in there. people on the squat rack rotating. Yes. And just like talking. Move along. Taking all the little kitties. Taking. I feel like they should have gyms with like age limits. Like, okay, this is a gym for people who are actually here to work out, not socialize, because they're there to socialize. But I guess we really shouldn't bitch because we pay for like we <laughs> we pay for what we get. We yeah, get what like, we pay for. What do we pay? For like twenty five dollars. <laughs> we we a pay month. for what we get. <laughs> we get what we pay for. Anything in life, you get what you pay for. If there's a bunch of kids at our gym, we're not paying enough. <laughs> So True. these kids are like sitting there squatting like, and then they like taking Instagram photos so, of themselves flexing in the mirror. But what other gyms besides Crunch or American LA Family Fitness? Fitness? Yeah, but okay. Yeah, cool. There's one. Where is there another one close well, around they, here? They talk about that gym unique. But that's what I'm saying. John, like, DJ John. You, you pay unique. for a gym. Like usually those gyms, there's ones everywhere. And we travel so much that it makes sense to pay for an LA Fitness or a Crunch because... Those oh, I know everywhere. what I'm getting into. I'm not complaining. I, I know. I just wish that there was like a higher quality gym that was also everywhere. Well, Crunch has like Crunch premieres, but there's not, they're not everywhere though. Yeah. yeah. Well, or what's that other gym? The really nice ones. American Family Fitness. No. Equinox. They're supposed to be a nice That's gym, not, right? You're talking about luxury gyms that are all over the place. Equinox is not one of them. I thought Equinox was supposed to be nice. I've never well, been. I've never seen one in like North Carolina or Virginia near us. There's another there's another one in North Carolina where it was nice. It's like a hundred bucks a month and you they have like a pool. Alex pretty much just wants to pay <laughs> a, a hundred or more for a gym. So why don't you just go find a boutique well, was, CrossFit gym? I mean, that was nice when we were in Raleigh because they had like heat, which was a 
boutique gym but like the only annoying thing about those is like you usually have to wait for like their classes you're not just like going in whenever you want for a workout whereas like i like working out on my own like orange theory i kind of like both i kind of like both because i feel like i was getting stronger with the classes because it was motivating like well i need to do as well as the other people in my little group right yeah those are the pros of like working out in a group or setting. like if you're not from that area i mean you can meet people that way yeah I'm just anyways saying- this isn't a fucking <laughs> podcast about the gym we can talk about that another time i know i'm just saying i i get annoyed at the gym because so there, was, it's just was that your high or your low that, you know i'll make that my low is that there's Let's too many there's too many children working out in the gym okay that's your low my low is I had 12 wings and a fucking burrito last night. Yeah. It fell apart. Yeah. But you know what? Our, Our high, high is we fucking won five <laughs> out of six games last night yeah. in volleyball. volleyball. We killed it. It was a good It was a good one. It was good. Alex is a champion. She hit some of the, the balls <laughs> over the net on her serve. Yeah, my serves are fire these days. Yeah, you did pretty good. You know why? You it's because and I'm doing more push-ups and I'm just strong. So I think it's because don't you're practicing me. before... That's true. Match. My high is um <laughs> still, you know, it, it, I guess it could be like someone's high or someone's low, but like for me, I just like it's pure entertainment is still being friends with people on social media like Facebook. I just think I still have it because it's just funny to scroll through and see what people are doing. So my high is the entertainment that Facebook still provides because you get to follow like dumb shit that people do. We're waiting or say. for an example. I okay. think we're all waiting for an example. <laughs> okay. My example is like seeing, seeing the things that people post about and like, I don't want to offend anyone, but like I probably will ruffle some feathers where it's people who buy jewelry thinking that they turned something sentimental into the piece of jewelry that they're wearing. Like, you know, people have been like, my dad's ashes are in my necklace. Like I get the concept. It's super sweet, but is it actually your dad's ashes? But the most bizarre thing I saw I today. I assume there it's actually his ashes. Yeah, but ha- how? Like I. It, it, it's I, dust. You could put dust in anything. I guess. I guess. Anyway, I mean, I get it, but it's just like, it's just odd. And so I saw one today where someone turned her breast milk into a ring. What? What? How, like, where do you find that? Do you put that like on a registry? Has it been in? The, has it been in the freezer? Oh, no. wait, it's her own milk. Yeah, 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 her own, not like her mom's. <laughs> my, no. I found my this mom's was, breast milk yeah, from twenty five years ago. When I was a kid, but like again, no, no shade. I guess I just like I need to know like what, what the fu- why? Just why? I guess it's whatever sentimental to you about. Wait, was there? It's so wait. It's her own breast milk. What do you, What do you need that to be sentimental for? I guess to remember that time in your life where you breastfed your child. Okay. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I just. I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, why do you have to turn things into things? <laughs> and I don't know. Just maybe people would. Would that go with being like nostalgic? Like, if you're a nostalgic person, like maybe. looking into the past. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. I, just, I think it's fucking stupid, but you guys do whatever you want. I just, to me, it's entertaining. So I feel like we always high, tiptoe around stuff like on our podcast, but I, I'm gonna just, just you know, say it, fuck it's it. fucking, this is fucking stupid. stupid. Well, no, I didn't tiptoe around the, the trash coffee that Dunkin' provides. Yeah, fuck Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> coffee. <laughs> Their donuts are fabulous, but yeah, no. Um, there's just some some shit out there that's just straight up dumb, and I'm gonna have to say it's that. Watch me in like ten years, and I'm gonna be the person who's freezing like my placenta or something. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> okay, anyways. 
Alex, what are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about talking about expanding your family, adopting a pet with your significant other. Oh, uh, you know, little we don't baby. give Kobe, little Coco, enough shout outs. I know. Our little boy. I know. Well, old boy. He's seven now. So he's technically like <gasps> my age. I always, I miss Did you his miss his birthday? birthday? It was July 5th. You're a terrible mother. Oh my God. I'm so sorry, Kobe. Coco. I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> I am. You know, I always remember his adoptiversary date, like when I adopted him, but I never remember his birthday. Cause like, it's not like I was there when he was born. So wait, where did you adopt him? Cause I was not in the picture when you first got no, Kobe. No, yeah. So like, I'll give you a little bit of background on my story with Kobe. I was dating someone at the time. I was living in North Carolina, just graduated college and like really wanted a dog. I was living with my roommate at the time, Kathy. And I had asked her, I was like, would you like care if I adopted a dog? And she was like totally down for it, knew that it would be my responsibility. But like the bigger conversation was really with my boyfriend at the time. And he was like, I don't think you should get a dog. It's not a good idea, blah, blah, blah. But I just was... I think I was more like but I just didn't give a fuck. Yeah, so I was decided like, to get I him anyway. I don't anyways. care what you fucking say. This is my life. But no, I was in between jobs, I think, and feeling a little bit lost. And I just like I don't think I was receiving the love that I really needed for my boyfriend. So I was like, I'm just gonna get a dog because love is unconditional. And I just wanted to like have that sense of responsibility for something. And I've just always wanted a dog. So I went to the shelter just to browse. And I think at that time I really wanted a golden retriever. I had gold. I'd grown up with one because they're just like the best dogs and I didn't want to buy one. So I was on the list for, uh, to adopt one and they had like come to the house, like made sure that like the apartment was good and like well suited for a dog. So as I was waiting for a golden retriever to come up and be available for adoption, I just like stopped by a shelter just to browse. And then that's when I came across little Coco head. And I remember seeing him being like, Oh my God, like this. Did he already have a name? Yeah, his name was Gabe. Ew. Um, which like isn't a bad, I feel like, human name, but for a dog. And he just like didn't look like a Gabe. I was like, I can't imagine calling him that for the rest of his life. But he was only like 10 or 12 weeks old. And all the other dogs were in litters of puppies. Like they had been born and found like all in groups together. But Kobe was the only one who was on his own. So he had his own little section. And I remember walking into the shelter and being like, oh my gosh, can I like spend time with this one? Who is this? And they were like, oh, he's a shepherd mix. Um, speaking of, we should find out what Kobe is in a few weeks. I think that was our DNA low. Test. Was that our low once? Oh, uh, that you spilled. Alex's friend gave us his DNA test and uh, I dumped the vial all over the room. Yeah, what's supposed to like preserve the DNA. So we got a replacement and we should be finding out what Kobe is. So I'm spending time with Kobe alone in like this room and he <laughs> he had like this giant life-size duck, but not it wasn't life-size. It was like ac- like quadruple the size of, a, of an actual duck. It was just this giant like a carnival size yeah, duck. Yeah. Uh and he's only like 10 or 12 weeks old starts humping the shit out of this duck and i was like <laughs> my oh man. my god and then uh goes over into the corner and takes a shit and i was like i he I got think that I fell, working I fell and he was love. like yeah Woo. <laughs> yeah <laughs> stirred up the bowels baby yep and so i was like i think i want him so i adopted him that day and took him home 
that scar that's on his nose. Kobe's got a big scar on his nose. Was that already there? Yeah, they told me that when they found him, he was underneath a car on like a highway covered in fleas and super bloody. So they think either he was roaming on his own and got stuck under a fence or he got bit by another animal. They weren't sure, but it was like a huge gash on the top of his nose and on the bottom of his chin. I swear to God, anyone, and I'm, I'm just assuming that he was like ditched, ditched from <laughs> someone like i don't i don't know because he's he's like a mutt mutt you know like it's, if i hear about any animal that's been abused or any of those little videos on tiktoks of like bait dogs or something it like kills my soul kills my heart i feel so bad for animals more than i do humans well, they're just innocent they can't speak I know, like, what the fuck kind of person are you to hurt or injure an animal i know anyways i'll start crying yeah they, so you got kobe Let's at least tell everyone this. Alex is also highly allergic to dogs. I think we brought it up before. Yeah. So I've been allergic to dogs my whole life, but like I get used to dander, I guess, like the specific dander of a dog. So I knew that like once I spent a month with Kobe, my body would like adjust to his dander. And <laughs> so I, it was a horrible month. Like I was sneezing, eyes were like itchy, runny nose. Like it was horrible, but I was like, it's going to be so worth it. So I'm not really allergic to kobe anymore sometimes when he licks me i break out and like a little bit of a rash but it goes away you just need the halo you know once every <laughs> night so but speaking of onto like the responsibilities of him i had just graduated college i maybe had like four thousand dollars in my bank account but i was like you know what i'm making i'm making consistent money that like is you know I have just enough money to buy him yeah, dog food. I'm making like $20 a week. No. Is this when you were working at PF Chang's? Yeah. Yeah. And then I got a job in video production, but like I had started off as a waitress and I was like, I just need to work enough to like be able to afford dog food. And like, maybe if a vet bill is like $200, I can afford that. And so, so I had a planned trip to New York to go visit my family and I bring Kobe. He's like the sweetest little angel in the car. Within the first hour of me being there, Kobe ran off the back deck and broke his leg. Parkour misses a step. He essentially, it's called a tibial crest avulsion. He ripped his kneecap off and uh, needed surgery and it was over $4,000. So Wait, how long did you have Kobe at this point? I only had him for like a month. Oh my God. <laughs> so I was like, wow, I can't afford him. I got to put him down, but... <laughs> I wasn't going to put him down. I was just going to well, go. Your dad was like, all right, I will give you four grand and I'll just put Kobe down for you. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Kobe uh, broke his leg within the first month of me having him. And then I got a quote and it was about like $4,500 to get his knee fixed. So now he's Iron Man. Bionicle knee Kobe. But essentially I was very naive going into adopting a dog and just like thinking that you know, things won't happen. Emergencies won't happen. But, um, you know, going back to adopting a dog with a significant other, my ex at the time made it very clear that anything financial related to Kobe was not going to be his. And I like, I wanted to make that clear as well to know that like, God forbid something happened between us. Kobe was my dog. Like we went into our relationship knowing that from the start. And so was your boyfriend at the time, was he, he was in Kobe's life for how long? 
the whole from the time that I adopted him until we broke up. So how many years? How old is Kobe? Seven. So th three years he was part of Kobe's life. <laughs> and so within that three years, he was, he was the father figure for a good oh, three years. Oh boy. So he was in the picture for about three years. Did he do? Did he have any responsibility with Kobe? I mean, or? I think that's just like when you're in a relationship, it he'll do some some he, things like I'll feed him or yeah, I'll walk like him, walk him, and like he would watch him, and then. I think the biggest issues is when I would bring Kobe over to his house and then Kobe, cause at the time he was a puppy. So he would pee places, poop places, shed around. And like, those were the biggest issues. Cause my ex also had a roommate and I don't think his roommate was too fond of Kobe, but you know, for me, Kobe was an extension of myself. I was like, I'm not, you know, going to do things without him or the shedding that you just <laughs> spoke of. You're really underplaying it. I mean, this guy <laughs> We're just pulling out blankets of hair. He's a shepherd. He's mixed with a shepherd. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy the amount of hair that comes off of him. So I can't compare me having a dog to a kid because obviously they are completely different and your responsibilities are different. Like humans are just, you can't compare them to animals. But did me having Kobe impact any part of our relationship like in the beginning when we first started dating? I think so. I think a little bit based off of like, the convenience factor. Right. Because yeah. you guys, you lived with a roommate at the time, Goo, and you guys didn't have any pets in your apartment. So, I mean, I grew up with dogs. I had two schnauzers. I've experienced with dogs, but it's been a long time. I mean, like, since I was 15, I haven't had an animal. And so, like, starting to date you, it's kind of like you would ask me to watch Kobe, and then Kobe would come over and shed, shed. everywhere. <laughs> and my dogs were terriers, and they didn't shed. Oh, they had hair. Yeah, we, we'd have to get them groomed and, like, haircuts, but, like, they wouldn't shed. That kind of annoyed me in the beginning. Plus, my space was kind of small. Well, also, because when I met you, I had been single for a little while, so, like, Kobe always slept in bed with me, like... He was my bud. Like, I just let him do whatever he wanted because he was, like, my partner in crime. <laughs> the big thing was having to take him out. I lived on, like, the fifth floor, so I had to get him in the elevator, bring him <laughs> downstairs, go across this, like, main road to, like, the one patch of grass, let him pee and shit. Right. So although Kobe was mine, I think by just us being in a relationship, you kind of take on that responsibility, not because I was like, you have to do this, but I think because you, just like out of kindness or anything, like if I didn't have Kobe well, and, I was, yeah. I mean, and I was staying at your place, like I would make your bed or take out the trash or whatever it was to help you. Like that's you helping me like doing certain things. I mean, again, with Kobe. it was just a little bit of annoyance. Not a lot. Also, not enough to not. I was see. trying to like hook up with you so i wasn't gonna be a dickhead about it <laughs> you can't bring your dog over that's right i already worked hard enough to get you to hang out with me i was like i'm not gonna fuck this up over an animal so did you were you ever in a relationship where your girlfriend or like where you guys were considering getting a pet together before me no because well did you ever live with I'm a significant to, other no i've not lived with a significant other but now i'm starting to think about it i've had two girls that I like dated and they both had animals before I was even in the picture. And one of them's dog was named Kobe, but spelt with a C and it looked just like our Kobe. Like, are you trying to make me mad? <laughs> I have no idea. Isn't that fucking weird? And, but he was really bad. Like, he I think would, that's a you problem. John. Like, you must have like some sort of fetish. Did you find me online and scope me out just for my dog? Yeah, exactly. Though that Kobe ripped up the floorboards. And then the other girl, she just adopted dogs for a little bit until they found a home for them. And so, like, that dog was crazy. I mean, he was abused, so I understand why. But 
So, I mean, I, I guess now I'm thinking about it, I've had a lot of experience with girlfriends and animals, so it didn't really bother me too much. And you just never wanted to adopt a dog on your own? No, because it's all about the convenience factor. Like, if I want to leave, I don't want to have to try to find someone to babysit the dog. Well, right. So, and that's the thing. An animal is a responsibility, and it could be if you get a cat up to like a 20-year responsibility. Um, but, you know, dogs, you're committing a good chunk of your life to now having to think about your schedule, not just being able to get up and go. I mean, again, I think we're fortunate enough to have people around to help family us. Family that or, will, or well, I mean, friends. You could, you could always board your I dogs. I mean, all your you friends have dogs, so yeah. they're like, no problem, we'll watch Kobe. Right. I think people like the idea of having a dog. Like, I was so young when I adopted Kobe, I didn't really think of the repercussions or the responsibilities that really would fall into my plate as a dog owner. I only really thought about, like, the good parts about having a dog or, like, I romanticized the idea of having a dog, you know, someone to like, greet me at the door. Cuddle, to, sleep yeah, at night. exactly. Like, take on walks. Um, and then when you do start to live your life, you realize that this is an actual being that you are responsible for. So I think a lot of times couples think that that is the next step of a relationship, whether you're living together or not. A lot of couples just like love the idea of getting a pet together. Like that's one of like the stages before they get married yeah, like or whatever. It's not kids, you know, it's not that big of a commitment that they think. But it is like it is a huge commitment. So, yeah, I think that like a lot of couples go into adopting a pet just thinking like this is the next step of our relationship moving forward. But I think that that could be a terrible idea. I think that there's a few things that you and your partner have to talk about before just blindly going and adopting an animal because there's nothing that boils my blood more than someone who buys, adopts, gets a dog and fucking returns, returns it, it like it's a item. Yes, exactly. You're a fuckhead, whoever you are. <laughs> They're out there. So what are some things that you think that you have to talk about or get on the same page? <laughs> Shit, I was going to ask you. I'd be like, what's first? Do you guys move in together first? Is that like, should you feel each other out living together first before you get an animal? Well, I don't think it. you have to live together. I think that you can split the responsibilities, but I think you do have to have the conversation of what happens if we break up or... Are you in it for the long run? Because I think a lot of times couples go into a huge commitment together only thinking about the positives, whether that be buying a house or getting a dog or maybe even having a kid without actually thinking about worst case scenario. I think the priority question is if we do split up, who gets the dog? What are we going to do with the animal? Not like, are you in this for the long haul? Because that can fucking change at any point. Well, right. And the shitty thing is no one wants to think about plan B. Or, you know, no one wants to think about worst case scenario, but that's just, I, uh. that's not a mature response or way of thinking. Like you, you mean going into it. Yes. You naive. need to think about everything, every aspect well, right, before like, you bring a life into the relationship, whether it's a kid or an animal, a fucking turtle. <laughs> I mean, when I was dating my ex, I adopted Kobe with the thought in mind that like I would end up with my ex like you're not dating someone thinking like we're gonna break up but I think I knew in the back of my head like I just want Kobe to be mine like I'm, I'm not sharing him <laughs> you know like even if we do end up married Kobe will still be my dog no he's my dog <laughs> i never we never technically signed adoption papers but <laughs> no and i know that i mean if anything ever happened to us you would obviously have kobe and i'm fine with that i love kobe to death but like you went through everything with him for 
four years or three years before me. Mm-hmm. I mean, Alex and I got her parents a dog for Christmas. We got him a German Shepherd. But like we ended up having to live with them for like the first six months that Luke was here. And Luke, just Luke is the dog. Luke is the dog. And just seeing I mean, how old was he when we gave we got him for him? Like ten weeks, eight weeks, nine weeks. And just being there for all the little milestones of him. Puppies are hard. Crying and like all the attention they need going out. I'm just never want to get a puppy. Well, it's a responsibility. Like But what I'm what I'm saying with that is the responsibility that comes with that, you did all that on your own. Mm-hmm. So like I know where I stand with Kobe. Like I got him for the great years, the golden years. Oh right. Like where he's a well behaved dog. Yeah. Kobe was Of course I love Kobe. Everyone piece... says they hated Kobe when he was a kid. Oh my god, he was when he was a kid. He was a piece of shit. Yeah. He like what got in the most trouble. And they do calm down like the older that they get. But I think Kobe's still not allowed to have a bed though, because he humps it. And tears it apart. So, I mean, but there's two things about getting a dog. There's the responsibility is splitting that and then splitting the finances because it does cost money. So if you and your partner are planning to adopt a dog together, I think it's important to set those expectations in the beginning and say who is responsible for what and who's responsible in regards to the finances when it comes to bills and food and how you're going to split those. Or if you're not going to split those. Yeah, it's good to have a little game plan before you even decide to commit to having an animal. I think it's important though, for sure, to have the hard conversations of what happens to the dog if you guys do split up. Because I know that there's been relationships where people will probably stay together because of an animal or it makes a breakup like that much more difficult because of an animal. Also, you need to know if you're the type of person who should even get an animal because you yourself are a perfect person, a perfect candidate to get an animal because you always grew up with animals. Your parents have animals. Your grandmother's had like 15 golden... Well, it has nothing to do with like what you grew up but with. But you have experience with it. You know what you're getting into. You've always been around animals. I think... If you're someone who has never had an animal and you're like, I'm just going to get a dog. I think you need to see... If, can you like do a trial run with an animal? Well, can you do yeah, that? I mean, you could become a foster of a dog and maybe that's a good idea like if you and your partner do want to consider getting an animal i think that's a great start idea f- with a foster and if you do love that dog right then you can actually keep the dog yeah i think you could do foster to adopt with a dog so kind of going back to you and your ex and kobe and then once your ex was out of the picture and i kind of came into the picture i don't know were you nervous introducing kobe to me or i don't know <laughs> no john he's a dog <laughs> well <laughs> no, i don't know i mean no no, no. Some people's, I mean, there's some people's animals are like their babies, you know? And Kobe is my baby, but I just, I think the thing with dating was if guys didn't like dogs or I really got a good read on how they treated Kobe, like if they treated him like an animal or if they treated him like a friend, this is so dumb to say, but like, it's true. I really judged them based off of how they treated Kobe. Like if they didn't play with him or how Kobe reacted to them, you know, how I think he do- liked And them. dogs can tell a person, right? Like if they're yeah. a good person or like bad there person. There were some people who I would go on dates with and they just weren't dog people. And I was like, if you're just not a dog person, you're not my person. Or like, have you seen when people say like, I'm a dog person, not a cat person. Like I hate cats, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, why can't you just be like an animal person? Like just if you don't like animals. No, I could see that. I could totally being... see that. Like, I am not a cat person. I'm a dog person. Yeah, but you don't have to, like, hate I'm on cats. I'm not a tarantula person. <laughs> like, Dana, she had, like, tarantulas growing up. I'm like, I would never want that pet, ever, in a million years. Okay, well, Dana is a vet, so 
it it makes sense. I don't want a pet alligator. You know, that's what I'm saying. I guess you picking and choosing like what animals that you would want to have as pets. Right. But I had at the time already had Kobe. He was mine. So if like you came off as not a dog person, then you just weren't going to be my person. Well, I get that. It's like you have the dog with you all the time. You're not going to be able to just hang out with me. So anyways, like me getting into the picture, Kobe grew on me pretty fast. It also helped that he's such a good boy. You really trained him well, though. Like you mainstream them with other dogs he was around other dogs all the time around people all the time you except brought I, him everywhere so i can't bring him to the dog park because he just gets humped all the time this poor guy i know it we heard it's his tail because it's flipped up in the show i guess it's to show dominance even though he doesn't mean to do that and so every other animal tries to hump him every other animal every other dog tries to every hump other him. animal does try to hump him the tarantulas too <laughs> the tarantulas <laughs> but anyways so it was really easy for me to transition into a role of like a caregiver for kobe as well right well right and i think that if you as the person coming into a relationship where someone already has an animal or a dog if you connect with that animal it's going to be easier for you to take on some responsibility as well or just feel like natural that you want to do those things but if you guys are not engaged not living together not married you know as much as you don't want to have those tough conversations about the what ifs i think it's only fair to the animal that you're adopting that you do because you never want to plan for the worst but you do have to you always have to have that plan as to what happens and be smart be smart yeah. about it that's all so in the end we love kobe that's what <laughs> no, that's I what this i i just want to do a podcast talking about how much i love our little special boy well i'm just glad that you feel that way now because i remember at some point i was like if i died what would you do with kobe and you were like give him to your parents <laughs> i was like what no, no he's all mine now <laughs> he's so cute i mean shit you leave him all the time for bachelorette parties so he's we've been doing a lot of bro time well and that's the thing too it's just like like if you're not in a place where you can really get help with your dog or like if there is nowhere that your dog could be boarded there goes your social life i just i feel like that's another thing that i really want with gyms too is for gyms to have doggy daycares <laughs> yeah, yeah split uh, split that section where the kids are and then put the dogs no, on but, the other side but think about what a good idea that would be though like i feel like people and like places are getting more and more dog friendly and how nice would that be to just like have your dog go for a workout as well like playing with other dogs while you're working out i'm telling you though not everything should be dog friendly i'm gonna catch some shit for this but i've been to some like dog friendly restaurants and i literally remember like eating my salad or whatever and this bulldog just kind of comes up to me and takes a shit right next to me so you know let's let's pick and choose let's pick and choose where the animals go so should we jump into our segment would, would you, you rather? rather all right alex would you rather only be able to use used underwear from other people the rest of your life or only use used toothbrushes from other people the rest of your life those are both horribly disgusting <laughs> ew oh my god you know what i'm gonna have to say toothbrushes because like there's more shit that can like literal shit that could be going down there somebody could be flossing their ass with their toothbrush okay no i'm assuming that these used toothbrushes have only been in someone's mouth because like if you think about it in regards to like what you're willing to do with your body like i'd be willing to drink from more people's cups than like hook up with more people you know what i mean i guess you're playing russian roulette you can either have oral herpes or anal okay. herpes you know so. yeah, well what's the lesser of two evils sitting in like literal someone's i guess nasty. i would rather have anal herpes 
Sharpies so people can't see. What like, the fuck, John? <laughs> I li- I hate this question so much. Neither, but like, if I had to choose one, I would use someone's toothbrush, which like is vile. But I'm thinking about it too. Like, even with you using your toothbrush, like we're married, I would not want to use your fucking. Toothbrush. You have, and you have multiple times. Right, but because you're like, oh, look- I forgot which color is yours. Because I for- I didn't realize. Well, pay attention. It's not like I did it on purpose. We're in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> In the middle of nowhere on this like island in Outer Banks, Alex uses my toothbrush. I can't get another toothbrush. I had so, to use that toothbrush. That's fine. Like I didn't mean to. Oh, so you're went, orange and I'm blue. I forgot. I went unknowingly into using your toothbrush, but like I would rather knowingly use your toothbrush than knowingly put on your used underwear. No, I'm not having I've your... never shat my pants before. <laughs> what? I have. Yeah, you have. One time. In the 34 years I've been on this earth. Again. Oh, okay. Well, the couple years I've been an adult. Like, what would you rather do? Underwear? That's not my question. Oh, my God. You should have asked that question. I bet you whatever your question is, I can answer in less than three seconds. Would you rather have another 10 years with your partner or a one night stand with your celebrity crush? 10 years with my partner. Oh. Boom. But why? What's one night going to do? Yeah, like you're not marrying this person. Like, who cares? 10 years with you, we're growing an empire. You're trying to make me cry. No, it's not about like <laughs> love. Not about for, you. <laughs> it's not about love for you. It's about financially, we're growing an empire with you. You meet together. If I'm hooking up with this one celebrity, unless she's like, Super thanks, into thanks you. for the thanks for the fuck sash. Here's 10 mil. <laughs> you know, didn't Alex Rodriguez or someone who did that? What a uh, baseball player used to like send people with gift baskets. I have no idea. He would, they would give their hookup a gift basket of like what? Like chocolates and wine? Derek Jeter, I think. I think I I don't know. I don't know where I heard that, but like I remember I don't know where, but I if remember hearing knows, shoot us a message. It was like either A-Rod or Jer- Derek Jeter, I think. They would like send their hookups away with like a signed baseball or like a gift basket. <laughs> Imagine or maybe like he would mail it to them after and be like, "Thanks. Remember me." That's hilarious. Well, it's worth some money instead of having to like tip him. Well, I guess like if he was hiring prostitutes, but I don't think Derek Jeter needed to hire prostitutes. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Anyways, on to the next I section. I never got any gift baskets. <laughs> what? From who? That time I hooked up with Derek Jeter. I never got a gift basket. Okay. On to our <laughs> Derek Jeter, you better call my wife right now. <laughs> you better send her a gift basket right now. On to our next section, Give It To Me Straight, where we answer all your burning questions. Alex, go ahead and read question one for us. One of our friends wrote in, and this is a short one. All she said was, what to do if you're officiating a wedding? Good question. One, talking to the mic. Yes. Ooh, and another pointer is to step out of the way when they go in for their first kiss. But otherwise, you got to look that up. I mean, it depends what type of ceremony the people who you're marrying want, I think. Like, what religion? Do they want a religious wedding? Do they not? Do they want it to be more casual? How long do they want it to be? Because I'm assuming you're not officiating, like, a full mass. I'm pretty sure you have to Do they want it funny? Do they want you to have, like, funny little sayings in there or is it serious but if you're a friend they're obviously asking you because they want it to be a little bit more personal so definitely bring in some personal elements um you know but there's there's structures of how to do it so i would look it up online and then i'm pretty sure you could get ordained by like universal church yeah i was like is it the online church no it's called universal Universal church Church. yeah 
Um, and then maybe just ask them, ask them like what kind of elements do they want in their wedding included? Like any type of, any type of like rituals or whatever, like the sand pouring things that people do or tying some braids. There's just a lot of different things. I would ask them and just look it up. Google, Google is your best. And also just like the standard public speaking, you know, key takeaways, practice, practice, eye contact, take your time, Mm -hmm. enunciate all your words. Yeah. Something I need to learn how to do. You're doing Don't better. Mumble. You're doing better. But yeah, I think that's that's pretty much everything that I can think of. But yeah, biggest thing is step out of the way when they go in for their first kiss. A lot of people forget to do that. All right. Question number two. Hey, Alex and John. I've been with my girlfriend for two years and we're great behind closed doors. But as soon as we're around friends or family, she pulls away from me. It's like she forgets I'm with her and only connects with the other people around us. I want to continue to spend time with the people in our lives, but I want to feel included when we do these things together. What do you think, Alex? <laughs> it's tough because I feel like sometimes I do that as well. Like we spend so much time together that when we do get around other people, you'll even pull me to the side and be like, I haven't, I haven't seen you at all since we've been here. And I'm like, oh, sorry. Like I just get lost in conversation and connecting with other people. But what does it come down to? Communication. I, but, that's, but that's fine though. Like... No one wants to be with someone that like you have to babysit when you're in social settings. Like right. that's that's annoying. But there needs to be a little bit of uh, there needs to be a balance though. Like you don't want to completely ghost your partner. Well, when yeah, because then other what's people? the point of going somewhere together? If yeah. You're just not going to spend any time together. Like like if you were if you invited me to a party and I don't see you at all at the party, I'm like why do you even want me to come? Right. You like know? I think it's important to let her know that you like it you want her to check in with you or like spend a little like a percentage of the time there with you like it's great to like be off and have your own conversations because you you should feel that as well that you like want to connect with other people right, but yeah. i think by letting her know that like you know you guys are at this event or this hangout together that you'd like to spend some time with her as well like maybe try to go into group conversations and avoid like more small talk with people but really just express that to her or even just like walking by each other and like a little, hey, what's up? Little, Grabbing her butt. Little butt grabs, something or like, like that, you know? Bring her a drink and be like, hey, I got this for you or some food. Did you want to eat? Blah, blah, blah. And let her know, like, behind closed doors that, like, you're not trying to be overwhelming and completely, you know, controlling of her how she spends her time, but that you do enjoy her company and you would like if she paid you a little bit more mind. Yeah, because in the end, like, don't fucking invite me. I think it's about balance, though, <laughs> because, yeah, like, you, you never want to be, like... Overbearing. Yeah, like, I remember when I was single and like dating some people also. And this was also besides like, besides having Kobe be a red flag indicator for me, it was how they worked in social settings. So like, if you needed me to be by your side, a hundred percent of the time, like that was a no go for me. Like I needed you to be able to stand on your own, walk into a party, meet new friends, talk to people. I wouldn't leave you the entire time. I mean, that's a, that's a trait. Like I always look for that trait too. I don't want anyone like on my, uh, on my ass the whole time. Right. Exactly. So I think just finding that balance, but communicating that as well. But I think uh, that's it. That's it. That's a wrap. What a week. Do do you want to do the outro today, John? No, not really. But I do want to say, guys, shoot us those messages with questions. Give us some questions. We'll give you some unfiltered advice that you did not ask for. Anything you want to know. Give us updates on anything we've ruined or helped, you know? Hopefully, we've only helped. So I know some of our listeners have been asking us about 
making our podcast like in a video form. So what we've done is made some teasers, like little clips from some of our podcast episodes, and we made a specific TikTok account for those clips. So you can go on a TikTok and what's our account name? Give it to me straight. And disclaimer, they're not full episodes. They're just little teasers of each episode. But Alex and I are working hard to try to start a YouTube account with the full episodes on there. So stay tuned. Right now, we'll just post some of the teasers for fun. So check it out. If you guys are loving our podcast, please give us a five-star rating. We love seeing what you guys have to say and getting your feedback. And we really appreciate all of you listeners out there. We love you guys. And if you want to follow us on Instagram, you could find us at Give It To Me Straight Podcast. If you want to send us an email with any burning questions that you have, you can email us at hello at giveittomestraightpodcast.com. And if you want to go to our website, you could visit us at giveittomestraightpodcast.com. All right, guys. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Bye.